crack is back, ladies and gentlemen. What a week. I mean, one of the most memorable weeks of my career. I interviewed the star of the show, Katie Taylor. I attended this massive boxing event in Dublin. And yes, the results didn't go the way we wanted them to. Three Irish defeats at the top of the card. But it felt magical. It felt amazing. Just being around press row, seeing these guys that I've read for so many years. Obviously, I know Gavin Casey, who you'll hear from later on. A legend of the 42. A great, a great, great boxing writer. Don McRae, one of my all-time heroes, one of the best, the best, I feel, boxing writer of all time. He was there. Great to speak to him. I met him all the way back in 2014 when he was over here doing something about McGregor. So just unbelievable to see him. You know, I'm just so happy that I was there to see that. This time last week, I didn't expect to interview Katie Taylor. I didn't expect to be sitting ringside at this event. And the way everything played out was just magic. Ariel being here, the adoration I saw for Ariel, but most importantly, the adoration I saw for Katie Taylor. She is deserving of that moment. And I know she lost, but I'm sitting here today just full of appreciation for her. I mean, I still think she's the greatest athlete Ireland ever produced. One loss doesn't take away the umpteen titles she won for us. And to see that entrance and the love that people gave her all week, really, but really last night, one of the the craziest walkouts I've ever seen. To be there for that would really warm my heart, to be honest. Everything was exciting to me this week. It was so different to the UFC events. The best thing about it is, and Ariel suggested this to me maybe on Friday because of this situation. After the event, everyone just hangs around talking. So he was like, you just should do the whole show there. And that's what I've done. And it worked out fantastically. <laughs> um, we had some great interviews, right? It was... <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll explain that now in a second, but absolutely brilliant week. I guess... I was leaving the venue last night with a lot of the boxing media and, you know, they're pretty downtrodden about it. And I was like, no, I I mean, I feel amazing still. Like, this was a magical thing that I saw. I don't really care that she lost. She already won so many times. I'm just glad that she got this moment at home. She's 36 years of age. You know, I didn't know. know, Being that close in that atmosphere, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, some of the rounds were coin flips to me. The two-minute rounds make it so hard to judge the rounds for me. I'm not used to being at these events. I'm used to watching on TV. So uh, I found it very difficult. And lots of people were like, oh, because I said it was close. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, you're wearing your Irish glasses. Well, maybe you're wearing your fucking British glasses, mate, because it was close. I watched it again. I do think Chantel definitely won, but it was fucking close. So I don't, I don't get what everyone's like. Some guy was like, she beat her from bell to bell. What were you watching, mate? What the fuck were you watching? But um, I found it difficult at the time, I, and I think everyone did. I mean, I want to speak in, to the media guys. I think everyone was going, look, I think it's this. But uh, I think very, very, it was far easier to uh, score from watching at home. The, the atmosphere was absolutely incredible. And also, like, just of being at McGregor fights, like, even say, like, Cerrone 2020 is probably the best example of this. You're there, no longer in the sweet seats that I got for Katie. I think it's because of my affiliation to Ariel. They just put me in the nosebleeds now all the time. But um, you're at these events, and say McGregor had a great win against Cerrone, and great win, I'm talking about this great win, but then it's like the people back home, like he's so polarizing, they feel a certain way about him. So I'd be like, oh, this guy is amazing, but you know, what an amazing win or whatever. And people would be like, oh, fuck that guy, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like even though Katie lost, everyone's like, we love Katie. That was amazing. So it's kind of wholesome, you know? Feels like a wholesome thing. So anyway, as I was explaining, we have this situation after the boxing match where everybody's kind of standing around so you're able to just grab people if you can get their attention they'll come over and speak to you <laughs> lydia daydahl actually <laughs> she, she was showing me how to do this because I, I didn't got a clue i was like is this okay she's like yeah so i got eddie first so 
if you can picture this, the arena has emptied out. Eddie Hearn is just coming along and speaking to every media member that wants to talk to him. You'll hear a guy actually as a... The interview begins as seconds out are interviewing him. I just threw my mic in the mix. I'm sure they won't mind. We're not competing for their views on YouTube or anything. But in true Irish fashion, there's just a guy there. Yeah, can I get a picture? And Eddie's like, this is media. What What are you doing, mate? The guy just took a picture of him. He's like, there you go. You have it now. But very funny. Um. So this is Eddie Hearn speaking about what this event means. What does it mean for the future of Irish boxing? What does it mean for the future of Katie Taylor? Does it take away the Crow Park, the, the dangling carrot of Crow Park? Um, seconds out, I've obviously asked him some questions about Canelo and Benavidez. They asked him about uh, Connor Ben and Kel Brook. So you'll get that too. Never heard of those guys in my life. Joking, of course. But um, here we go. First interview of the day in my post-fight wrap-up show from Press Row. I don't know what I'm going to call this. I'm trying to think of a cool name. You'll see it. It'll be on the thumbnail if we eventually do think of one. But here he is, Eddie Hearn. The best promoter in the world? Right now? Probably. Here he is. It was a fantastic fight. Um, I think it was a very close fight. You know, when the um, when the decision was read out, I had it 5-5 or 6-4 to Chantel Cameron, you know. And I think if anyone was going to win the fight, it was Chantel. 6-4. So many close rounds. Katie finished well. She looked exhausted early in the fight, you know. And uh, I don't know whether it's the ring walk or what, but Chantel looked so strong throughout and uh, deserved winner. What do you make of the scoring? There was a feeling online that maybe it might have been a bit wider no, for Cameron. No, I, I, I found it very difficult not to give Katie Taylor four rounds in there. Eddie Vimas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with the media. Yeah. 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 I think uh, there's an immediate rematch clause if Katie wants to exercise. I can't see her wanting to do anything else. But the immediate rematch, so we'll have to see. Obviously, it was a, it was a tough night, and tonight belongs to Chantel Cameron. How much of uh, the fight and the success for Cameron was due to due to the weight? Do you feel mm, she looked a lot bigger, didn't she, in there? But you know, Chantel Cameron's boxed at super feather. She's boxed. She's really been a career lightweight. Uh, she's definitely the bigger fighter. Uh, she looked bigger in there tonight. She looked stronger. And maybe the rematch is at 135. You know, give Chantel Cameron a chance to become a two division world ch- uh, two division undisputed champion. Retirement potentially on the table? Oh no, sure, sure. Immediate rematch straight away. Could you walk me through what happened between Ben and Brooke? I didn't. I wasn't there. I've just seen what you've seen. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. Connor Ben was fired up and walked past Kel Brook. I think unintentional nudge from someone. Hmm. And uh, yeah, the rest is online. Is there anything on the table in terms of making that fight? No. I mean, we've we've actually negotiating another fight at the moment, but that fight has been discussed. Um, but we'll have to see. A couple of final things. Gary Cully, yeah. uh, a, sh- a shocking uh, loss there. Yeah, I mean, obviously he traded up with his chin in the air against the puncher. Um, you know, Conor McGregor said to me, what did you put him in with him for? I said, look, it was, it was supposed to be a fairly routine fight. You know, he's lost to Tyrone McKenna. He's lost to Sandor Martin. Gary Cully, we believe, is a world-class lightweight. Should be dealing with him. But had his chin in the air, got excited. The atmosphere probably got to him and he paid the price. Benavidez next for Canelo? Uh, possibly, you know, we'll see. Obviously, the instruction is Dimitri Bivol, but if that can't can't be made, I think he'd probably look at that fight. Cheers, Eddie. Eddie, uh, how magic was tonight oh. in terms of like a spectacle? This is a long time Irish boxing fans are waiting for a night like this. I know, obviously, the result didn't go the way the fans wanted it to, but how good do you feel about this event? Oh yeah, I mean, look, I, I, having both fighters in the main event, I knew it was going to be a very close fight, and you just wish him the best. And Chantel Cameron. You know, gave up everything to come here. She walked first. You know, she came to Dublin because she knew that she had to do that to get this opportunity. She got it. She's the deserved winner. The atmosphere was the best I've ever witnessed at a boxing event. You know, and I've, we've done Millennium Stadium, Wembley Stadium, 
Guadalajara last week, Dallas Cowboys, Madison Square Garden. That was on another level, you know. And, and the fight, you know, delivered for us. It was incredible, full of drama. Um, and, yeah, it was a great night. Didn't quite go Ireland's way, but we'll be back for number two. Are you surprised by how much of an icon Katie is? Obviously, no. we're there in MSG, but today felt spine-tingling, really, when she was walking yeah, out. she deserves it. You know, she's a, she's a credit to Ireland. She's an incredible athlete. She's a great person. She's a warrior. You know, even at times when the tank looked empty tonight, she never gave up. She, she held her feet. She continued to trade away. And uh, she's, she's a hero for a reason. There's lots of talk in the lead-up to this. Well, in the lead-up to the last couple of Katie fights, like, how long is left on the mm. clock? We know that she's a consummate competitor. Do you feel like a loss here is just going to relight that fire underneath yeah, her mean, more she, than anything? She did look tired early, and I think they have to go back and say why, you know. And I don't know whether that was the occasion. I've never seen her do that before. You know, she was up there for three or four minutes walking around soaking it up but um, you know she'll feel that uh, she, she can come back she'll, she will believe 100% that she can beat Chantel Cameron and that will drive her on for the rematch just last one for me does this knock back the hopes of a Crow Park event no I mean I think you know the rematch is a huge fight but there's nothing wrong with this place I mean as I said to you with the best atmosphere I've witnessed in boxing and, and we did it in the arena Eddie Heron what a guy He's not ruling out Crow Park. He thinks it's going to be a rematch. I mean, w- would it be crazy? Like, you know, just thinking today, like, you know, I think it was very much in the rematch state of mind, like in these recordings that you're hearing. But today, I don't mind if she walks away. I just feel like she got everything she wants. I mean, she is still the greatest athlete this country's ever produced. I know when I said that first time, it was like Roy Keane, Johnny Giles, mate. How many fucking world championships was they won? With all due respect, I'm a huge Roy Keane fan. Huge. I think he's won a... Uh, a club world championship with uh, Manchester United. He's definitely won a European Cup, two European Cups. No, one European Cup with Manchester United. But um, I don't think he quite has the list of honours that uh, Katie does. Five consecutive gold medals at the World Championships. Six gold medals at the European Championships. Five gold medals at the European Union Championships. Oh yeah, and uh, one of eight people in the history of boxing to hold titles in all of the major organizations like you know i don't know them but it's i think it's wba wbc ibf and wbo simultaneously of course undisputed champion i could go on anyway so i don't know like i'm like it's up to her she's a consummate competitor like i mean within a second of that the announcement of her losing the fight ringing out through the arena she's asking for the rematch so i mean who am i to say so as you heard in the first record eddie's just done that and I finished the thing with Eddie and I turned around and the matchroom people are like, move up towards this way and we're going to take you to the press conference. Gavin Casey of the 42 and the great Don McRae are still filing their, their stuff. So I run over, I can see Don um, has head down and I don't want to disturb the genius at work. Gavin, on the other hand, is packing up his bag. So I was like, Gavin, can I grab you for two minutes? And he said, yeah. So he makes his way up along to where they're, they're waiting for the press, the, us to move to the press conference. And I started interviewing him. And there was a lovely girl there from Matchroom who, who was kindly saying, right, guys, you just have to move, which you'll hear. And I start moving. So in some of this interview, I'm actually walking backwards up a stairs talking to Gavin. But there was one security guard that pissed me off. I don't know what he was trying to say. He was like, you're the last two, lads. You're the last two. Yeah. So what? We got up to the room. We sat there for 20 minutes waiting for the press conference to start. Relax, mate. All right. I know your T-shirt is extra small today and your muscles are extra juicy, but... There was no need for that. Relax your cacks, okay? No messing. If the mic wasn't on, I would have inverted on him and heel hooked him. But I didn't. Out of respect for Gavin, out of respect for this show. You'll hear it all. 
I'm joking, of course. He would have fucked me up. But here is the great Gavin Casey. He should be heralded more on the international scene as far as I'm concerned. He's absolutely brilliant. Every time I read his stuff, I'm like, why do I even bother writing features? But he was great all week for me, a great guide. I always feel really self-conscious talking about boxing, knowing that people like him exist. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, I hope he doesn't hear this. But uh, here he is, Gavin Casey. Enjoy the backwards microphone work of Peter Carroll here. I'm a genius. He's one of my favorites. It's Gavin Casey from the 42, the greatest Irish boxing journalist of all time, if you ask me. <laughs> but Gavin, um, big night tonight. First of all, what did this mean to you seeing this kind of event taking place in the Irish capital? Do you know what? The entire atmosphere all week, Pixie, was so jovial and familial and kind of beautiful in its own way that it exceeded my expectations for a long time. I think for the last seven years since Taylor has turned professional, Katie Taylor that is, and I guess in the last nine years since Matram were last year, he always tried to envisage what it would look like to have big-time boxing back here. And honestly, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it turned out to be. Just the events during the week, old friends reacquainting, former teammates, seeing each other for the first time in a long time. And it all culminated in an event in which the atmosphere was among the best I've ever experienced, regardless of the final result. So the event, I guess, from Matram's point of view, was a massive success. Eddie Hearn has outlined the fact that he thinks it was the most enjoyable fight week of his career so far, or up there anyway. And um, we probably didn't get the result we were looking for as an Irish public, but we got a thrilling main event. And I reckon, to be honest, given the result, we might actually see that run back here. There was a lot of, you know, negativity surrounding boxing in Ireland. And um, my Canadian friend, Ariel Hawani, who has decided he's Irish since he came over here, <laughs> was framing this as this could be a rebirth in some ways. Now, you know, we're a bit crazy. We get ahead of ourselves. So um, what do the real boxing guys feel about this? Like, is this... Was this the right medicine for Irish boxing at the right time? I think event-wise it absolutely was, but I actually think the idea of it being a rebirth was probably punctured by Gary Coley's defeat in the Chief Support because he was probably the anointed upcoming poster boy for the sport. He certainly has the kind of loquacious quality, the charisma, and a lot of people would have suspected the boxing ability as well to carry the flag a little bit and at only 26 to become a star here. In fairness, I would have thought tonight was a tough enough fight for him and um, I would have seen enough of Cully in the past where, as great as he is, I would have thought his chin is going to get checked at some point. Um, just defensively, little things he'd notice, I guess. And unfortunately for him, it happened tonight and he showed tremendous heart. I mean, the noise that actually almost rose him from the canvas was pretty special. But we're going to have to pick up the pieces and try and find another Gary Cully type for the immediate future. Obviously, Cully will rebuild and hopefully he'll come again. But... We're going to need maybe somebody like Paddy Donovan, who was further down the card, to, to fly the flag and to uh, bring it back here. We're being, we're being rushed off by matchroom officials here, by the way. Oh, can I just get one more in with the great Gavin Casey? One more. Just very quickly. Will we okay. walk and talk? Can yeah, let's walk and talk. I can do that. Um, Gavin, obviously, we talked about the result there not going the way people wanted. Katie Taylor, obviously, losing majority decision. How did you see the fight? And did you think Katie looked a bit flatter than usual tonight? Because I thought it was exceptionally close. And I have people online blowing me up saying... She was dominated from bell to bell by Cameron. What did you think yeah. of it? She wasn't dominated from bell to bell by any stretch, but I think overall, would you say Cameron probably led the dance? Taylor had her moments. She was quite responsive and, and um, reactive, whereas Cameron was proactive. To be totally honest, by the end... Just you two. Sorry? Just you two, God. Everyone else is there. Okay, thank you. Um, by the end of it, I guess, I'd probably 
<laughs> you know, it's actually a bit of a warning to me in the sense that, like, I've seen the consensus afterwards, I've seen the CompuBox stats afterwards, and I thought maybe Taylor shaded it, and I know a couple of people around us uh, thought that as well, and you probably learned there, like, that was green-tinted glasses talking, right? Um, I feel the same way. You get it wrong, no matter how many times you do this, sometimes you just get it wrong. Now, I would have thought it was, like, at most Taylor by around maybe a draw, but in retrospect, yeah. Cameron a deserving winner, narrow winner, but deserving, and full value for her victory. Final question. How do you see Katie Taylor reacting to this? There was lots of talk about it being potentially the end of her career before this. Mm -hmm. How do you see the reaction to this? She's going to take an immediate rematch for Cameron. She had a rematch clause. She's not going to take this lightly. To be totally honest, if, if I had any influence over her, I would have asked her to step away after Serrano. I thought that was enough. Okay, we got a wrap. Okay, good luck. Thank you. That was Gavin Casey. What a man. As I said, massive, massive fan. Have been for years and really glad to, to get him on here because, as I said, he's a boss. He's the main man. Check his stuff out in the 42. He's brilliant. He's on second captains. He's always brilliant on second captains too. Speaking of second captains, I saw Horgan there. Producer of the stars. You know, producer of some of my favorite podcasts of all time. Great guy, huge boxing fan. I got to kind of air my insecurities about being there and I'm afraid to say how I feel because uh, I don't know if I know. I don't know if I'm right or not. But uh, really great guy. Such a happy dude. Big smiling face. I saw him meeting Don McRae. So cool. See that Andy Lee introducing him. Really cool moment. Actually, I spoke to Kiefer Crosby while I was there as well. He's in great form and he looks great. Hoping for some good news soon there. Um, seems in a positive situation. I'm not going to say too much. But uh, he was ringside there with Molly McCann. I was actually hoping to get them on the show. But uh, they were on the other side of the ring. And I had to, to get Hearn, right? Like Hearn, I felt, was an important one to get because he's the star of the show here. Well, next to Ariel and Katie, of course. <laughs> but I felt I needed to get him. So I said, I'll get him and then I'll work my way around. But <laughs> of course, by the time Eddie had finished, they were gone. What can you do? Win or learn, as the great, the great John Kavanagh says. But yeah, so where did we leave off? We have Gavin. We're in the press conference room now. 20 minutes sitting around, arsing around. Eddie comes in. I'm way at the back. I can't hear him. I'm texting Ariel, mate. I need to get you. You said you'd do this. Hand touches me on the shoulder, takes me out of the room. And all of a sudden, I'm interviewing. <laughs> I'm interviewing Ariel Awani. And all of a sudden, Adeola Debo, the great broadcaster on uh, The Zone as well, and former Cruiserweight champion of the world, Tony Belly, are all there. How does Ariel do this, man? The Midas touch. I mean, I think Belly was going to slap him around a bit, but I mean, all in good spirits. The king of the double-breasted, Adiola Depot, kind of, you know, you know, is Ariel swagjacking Adiola Depot? I think he is now. I thought this double-breasted was his thing. You should have seen Adi's. Unbelievable. This is a lot of fun. Ariel's the man. I'm not going to, you know, I, I did a lot of this already. I already told you how great he is and I love him and he's one of my best mates and he's a great inspiration, all that stuff. But it was a magical week for him and um, I'm so glad he shared it with me, you know. So here he is again. The final interview of this episode that we'll call At The Fights or something or other, The Crack At The Fights. I don't know. I'm still working on it. Here's Ari Lawani, the great one. Well, Ari Lawani, Ariel Adibo, and Tony Bellew. I mean, this podcast is fucking class, lads. I'm spoiling you. Ari Lawani, a massive night in Ireland here today. I think one of the best events I've seen in the three arena, and I've seen a lot. We didn't get the result we wanted, but... Tell me your thoughts directly after the event. Uh, 
Well, uh, great to be back on the crack, by the way. No problem. Uh, I love this post-fight thing that you're doing. It was incredible, but does it go down as one of the great nights? I don't know, because the ending wasn't great for the people. It was a tremendous fight. What a scene, what an atmosphere, what a fight. But in the end, uh, Katie Taylor loses her homecoming. And so all week, we've been comparing it to 2014. To me, it doesn't stack up with 2014 because, you know, and obviously I'm talking about the UFC um, show here in Dublin, headlined by Connor. But, you know, as you know, because you were there, that was like a crescendo that was building, right? Every single person, Patty, Cajal, Norman, Gunner, Connor, all won. That didn't happen here. And after Thomas Cully, excuse me, Gary Cully lost. It's been a long night. Thomas Cardi did win. Uh, but after Gary Cully lost, I was like, man, this doesn't feel this doesn't feel good. By the way, the right person won. And I'm happy that the right person won because how often do we see in boxing a great fight, enemy territory, wrong person wins. Shout out to Chantel Cameron. She's incredible. Incredible left hooks to the body, right? Like, I could the feel them. Shot. I could feel them as I'm sitting there. Like, oh, yeah. but... Like, I'm putting out, this is a razor-close fight, and I do feel like that. I could swing two rounds either way, you know. Everyone's telling, me, everyone's telling me she was dominated from bell to bell. Come on, that's that's ridiculous. Who, Katie? That, ta- that Taylor no. was... No, 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 she was in there. She was 100% in there. I had it 6-4 to four for Cameron. Um, didn't love that that draw at the start. Didn't love that at all. Um, and, and definitely didn't think that Katie deserved to win the fight. Uh, Adi Aladipo, can you keep it down for fuck's sake? I'm trying to do an interview here with my mate P.C. Carroll. How's it going? Jeez, we got Adi and Tony Bellew here just hovering over man. us. No, right. you, you, Don't mind. You're in desperate need of help for this interview because I see you struggling and stuttering through it. Nah. Clearly been a long night for you. And I fully understand because they've worked you. They've worked you to the bone since you don't got listen, here. Don't listen to these two negative Nancys. You got a Liverpool fan and an Everton fan. I mean, they're in, uh, and here we have an adopted Forest fan. Let's go. Yeah. What what a, you know, Tony, you know he was an Everton fan very uh, briefly, yeah, right? Mate, I've forgot more than he knows about yeah. football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. By the way, for the people listening at home, that is not Darren Till. That is Tony Bellew. <laughs> no, I do not give mobile numbers. I was over the phone. Uh, <laughs> Boom! Uh, <laughs> Times are hard and friends are few. Goodbye to fucking you, Tony Bellew. <laughs> but, uh, what do you think of the ref in the Cully fight? That was a bit all over the gaff. Oh my God, he seriously, well said. Uh, he left. He let that go way too long. He the tell was thrown. He didn't oh even God, see it. Even I think McGregor it. told him. But honestly, it went like thirty seconds too long. 30, prior, 90. no prior. Yeah, prior to the towel. It was, it was. It was too long. It was too long. And I think. That, by the way, if the if the roles were reversed, if it was Jose Felix that was getting beat up, that thing would have been stopped. Oh, you yeah. know that yes, long before. Um, so shout out to Peter Taylor who threw in the towel. But yeah, how do you miss that? I mean, the guy's getting beat up in the towels on the freaking mat. Um, I don't want to see a rematch. I don't want to see a Cameron no. uh, Taylor rematch. They're talking Wait, rematch. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you meant Cully rematch. No, Why no. don't you want to see Cameron Why? Taylor rematch? Why? At, at the lower weight. She's going to defends her belts. Mm, that's not the impression that I got. I got the impression that they wanted to do it once again at 140. No, no, that's like they, no, no. 100. Uh, I was speaking to Eddie afterwards, and he said maybe Cameron drops down. Maybe. Yes. Can she even drop down? But he believes she can. Well, Cameron said after the fight that she wanted to go up. Did you, Adek, let me ask you a question. Did yes, you, sir. sorry to bother you. I, okay. I know you're very busy here. If but, we're getting uh, paid for this, I want money. Yeah, no money, no. Listen. No, no money, okay. <laughs> it's the Nigerian. I know, I, know the, I know the Liverpool guys like to get paid for their interviews, of but we, we don't do, do that. Tony's just standing over in the corner. He's not yeah. interested. Yeah. Couldn't be arsed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, Cameron, Cameron wasn't talking about going down. No, she wants to go up to 147. Yeah, but he's saying that, Eddie was saying that, that they would do Katie Cameron 2 at 135. Yeah, that's what Eddie wants, obviously. You can understand why he wants it. Drain her. Can't she even go down? 
Can she even make that weight? I think she can. I think she'll she'll make it really? if she if she stays within in and around that now. Why the hell as opposed to do me. that? Because the check's big. Because yeah. Taylor's the draw, the like of course. Big, brother. This is all about the Benjamins. You know, he, right, he lets right. on, like you know, he shows yeah, he's new sometimes, doesn't he? Like, just shows he's. We just did a post wrap up, and I said, "What did I say? Cameron should be the one banging the drum for the rematch, mm-hmm. right? Not Taylor." But I just don't know if she can make that weight. I mean, she's a pretty big girl for man, maybe she can. She was one thirty nine at the weigh. Yeah, or maybe they even agree at one thirty seven or something. If you're Katie, you need every advantage you can. Honestly, at 135, I don't know if Taylor beats her. I no, I don't think she does either. No, I don't think so. What are we doing? What have we done here? You just got to try. Yeah. You know, I me and you are not fighters. We don't understand this. These fighters, look at Connor with Nate. I never thought when Connor said, I'll fight you at 170 again. That's what I was like, what are you doing? Trade him to 155. And he's, you know, he got the result. Who knows? Oh, that is Depot. You know about the green chair? You look at the green you know, suit. Can we talk about the suit? Oh, yeah, man, you showed Helwani you're bad today because he told me he was going to wear green and you look great. But I this... thought he was going to do me because I didn't dress to the um, to this arena. I just kept it in this wonderful little yeah. thing I've got. I'd, what, what do you call this? Suit bag? Yeah. Suit bag. And then I opened it. And I could see his face. Oh, he did. I saw his face. I saw his face. I saw his face. Uh, by the way, I think he looks glorious. Did he copy the double-breasted thing off you? Because that's what the people on the streets are saying. Everyone knows I'm the double-breasted king. Wow. Everyone knows I'm the double-breasted king. Everyone doesn't even wear suits. Wow. <laughs> he never wears suits, does he? I've been, hey, listen, I've been wearing suits since you were in your father's nutsack. Right? Oh, I, mean, I heard he's got elasticated weights on the waist on these slacks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yourself hey you know yourself listen there's nothing you guys can say that will bring me down Forrest Wan today we're safe this is it's all good look at him just flipping it out this, this, is, this is obviously Hill Wan yeah. coming out right okay. I can't compete with this guy this guy's good Did you, you know uh, Joe Markowski just uh, gave me a call he said the ratings were so high for this because it's the first show that I worked for DAZN Hilwani equals ratings that's what he said did he really say that Ten years did he really say on that on the table right now Tony should I sign it <laughs> no comment. No yeah, comment yeah. from that. <laughs> he was blown away by the. I'm bullshit walks. Yeah, yeah. Money talks and bullshit yeah, walks. Yeah, he does both. So we'd be very upset by that. Yes, yeah, so we're not. It's like my friend I'm Jamie scared. Vardy once said: "Chat shit, get banged." You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jamie, did Jamie Vardy say yeah, that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let me say this. So this, is my, this is my message to the Everton fans: Chat shit, get relegated. Oh. And he replied, oh, but you're treading a fine line now, Adio." <laughs> He's a very big man. He's a very <laughs> the ice you're on with Tony is very, very thin. <laughs> very, very. Are you after a little nap, Ariel? A little lay down. Seven a.m. flight. If you're wondering, Tony, out here. I'm getting destroyed. Well, Jesus, you can store things up, can't you? Well, you know yourself. You know yourself. But come here. You told me last night, top five event. Does Taylor losing demoted to top ten, top fifteen, or will you still have magical memories here? Because I have to say, it was it was wild buzzing around with you this week, man. It was. Uh, crazy we, we did everything right we did it all we went to the glimmer man we went to uh slatteries we went to jd sports uh we were all over the place we Joe work out and everything we went to the bed body buddies we had a fucking uh, oh that was tremendous shout out to those guys they were great Mark and steve Mark and steve much love we had a sandwich with like onion chips in it like crisp oh yeah the joe the joe thing yeah. they, i think they dropped the ball not putting more toppings on the chicken fillet roll because it was just chicken and roll but you quite enjoyed like it the chicken fillet roll um, Fill it. By the way, Fill it. when I had dinner last night, I asked for a red lemonade. And did they have it? Yes. Oh, it the TK? Yes. Oh. The original. It was Look, incredible. This kind of went a bit haywire, but it was very enjoyable. Legend. Thank you so much haywire. for everything this, this week. This was incredible. Huh? This wasn't haywire. This yeah, was magic. Me trying to jump oh, yeah. the fucking microphone around with oh, a bit welcome haywire. Welcome to media, brother. Oh, well, welcome. Yeah, 15 years in. Thanks very much, Eric. Um, 
come here. Had a great time with you all week. Enjoyed every second of it. I think you should come back more. Love you. You got to meet Reggie and me mad next time. Okay. All right. Peace. Talk to you. There it is. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am very tired. I can't tell you how tired I am. I've been nervous all week, so I haven't really been sleeping. Nervous about being at this box and stuff. And I know I did MSG, but I had Chuck there as my safety blanket and Troy. Even though Ariel would be off, I'd be with them. I'd hang out, so it was it was okay. But this week, you know, I, I had nothing to worry about. I was very happy with the Katie interview. I know it wasn't hard hitting, but I, th- I felt like this, this week was a celebration of Katie, and I still do. Even in defeat, I feel like it's a celebration for it's kind of Shakespearean. We wait this long for this person who's represented the country for two decades and who's underlined herself as, I'll say it again, the greatest athlete this country has ever produced. And you finally get this magical moment, this amazing entrance, and she comes up short. But Chantel Cameron was brilliant. The body shots she hit her with were sensational. She was well worth the, the win. And I don't know what's going to happen next. But look, I'm, I'm really thankful for all the, all the boxing guys for welcoming me in. The great Donna Corby was even there. I love Donna. He, it's, it's always great to see these guys around, you know. So um, I feel great about it. I'm so happy. I feel like I can sleep for a week. But um, thank you very much. I'll be back talking about MMA soon. I mean, I really want to give my full breakdown of Hill v. Dern and so on and so forth. But, you know, the battery's going in this recorder. I'd love to. I'd really, Do you know what, actually? Mackenzie Dern and um, Angela Hill was really... Oh, no.